Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I'm Ryan McCrary, and today I'm going to be talking about the NBA trade deadline. I'm going to be reacting to all the trades we saw on Thursday. And then I'm going to be talking about the XFL, which actually starts today. Um, I'm recording this uh, Saturday afternoon. It's around like 12.23 on Saturday. If you're listening to this on YouTube, this may be up after uh, the first XFL game has started. Uh, but it may, it, but this will probably be up before then if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast. But anyway, let's get into the trade level, the NBA trade deadline, which was really, really active. We saw a lot of activity on Thursday. Um, a few really, really big trades that I'm excited to talk about. Uh, but let's start off. Uh, this is one of the smaller trades that happened between the Nuggets and the Wizards. The Wizards got Shabazz Napier. The Nuggets got Jordan McRae. Not much to talk about there. I don't really care about this trade. Uh, but that's a, that's one of the smaller trades that happened on Thursday. And then this is the big trade that happened um, Thursday morning around midnight. It's the four-team trade between the Rockets, the Hawks, the Timberwolves, and the Nuggets. This is a really, really big trade. Um, and as a Hawks fan, I was really happy about this. I'm a huge Hawks fan. Um, a huge Atlanta sports fan. And so I was really, really happy about this trade. Uh, the Rockets, let's, let's look at what everybody got. So the Rockets got Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and a second-round pick. The Hawks got Clint Capella and Nene. The Timberwolves got Malik Beasley, Juan Hernan Gomez, Evan Turner, Jared Vanderbilt, and a 2020 first-rounder uh, via the Brooklyn Nets, and it's lottery-protected. That's from the Hawks. And the Nuggets got Gerald Green, Keita Bates-Diop, Shabazz Napier, and Noah Vonleh, and a 2020 first-round pick via the Rockets. Uh, this was a huge, huge trade. I wanted to get to uh, the Rockets, talk about uh, them and what I thought about their part of the deal. Uh, so they gave up Clint Capella and an A, and a first-round pick to get Robert Covington and Jordan Bell, who they let go, they let go of Jordan Bell, and a second round pick from uh, via the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I get what they're trying to do here. They're trying to go small. They want to play small ball, and Capella just for what they started doing for their offenses this year, they don't run a lot of ball screens anymore. Um, it's a lot more ISO and a lot of isolation sets, like a lot of isolation sets, and they don't run a pick and roll a lot. And so, Clint Capella has kind of had, he's not as useful on the offensive end of the floor. Now, he's a really good defender. He's a good rim protector and a great rebounder. Uh, but the Rockets are all, all about offense. They want to maximize what they can do offensively. And Capella just wasn't a great fit this year, for um, especially with how their offense has changed and their offensive philosophy. Uh, so, they traded him. I'm fine with getting rid of Clint Capella. But they gave up a lot. They gave up a first-rounder, Capella, uh, what else, Nene. And to get Robert Covington, who, Robert Covington is a, a good 3 and D guy. But Capella is better than Covington. Like, in, it, easily. He's easily better than Covington. And I just, going small, I don't know if that's going to work out. Obviously, they won their first game against the Lakers after this trade. I just don't know if it's gonna work, especially in the playoffs. Like if they if they play the Nuggets or the Jazz in the first round, they might really have a tough time. Now I know they beat the Jazz uh, without Harden, Russ, and Capella, 
But in a seven-game series, are they going to be able to beat the Jazz or a Nuggets team that is a big and has a big guy, have big guys in Jokic and uh, Rudy Gobert? I don't know. I don't think so. I think this trade really hurts them in terms of what they're going to be able to do and the success they're going to have in the playoffs. I, I don't like this trade for them. I thought, I just, I don't love this trade. I like going small ball, and I actually really like the five-out offense. I, I'm really excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch an NBA team uh, run five out because it's a really good offensive system. Um, it, it, it's, it can really have a lot of success at the next level, uh, but it, it really puts them at a disadvantage in the playoffs defensively going to, when they go up against elite big men like Nikola Jokic um, and uh, Rudy Gobert. So I didn't like this trade for the Rockets. I, th- I thought they gave up way too much. Uh, to go small, and I think it's going to hurt them in the playoffs. All right, the Hawks. So the Hawks, the biggest uh, issue with them this season is the their defense, and part of the reason why they're so awful defensively, besides Trey Young being one of the worst defenders of all time, is their big their bigs. The, none of their bigs are good defenders at all. Alex Lynn is a okay starter. Um, he's he's solid offensively, terrible defensively. Damian Jones is to be to put it bluntly he's trash like he's really really he's not good not good defensively uh his pick and roll defense is atrocious um all he can do is catch lobs he's not great offensively and we really needed a rim protector and a rebounder that's what we got here and we didn't have to give up too much uh we unloaded our the big con- the big Evan Turner contract, which was nice, and we gave up our first round pick from the Nets, which is lottery protected. So I like that. And now we got a huge upgrade at center. Um, the one thing I don't like about we did, we made two trades. I'm gonna get to the second one later. I don't like overpaying for a center who doesn't spread the floor and who isn't a elite offensive player like a Carl Anthony Towns. Um, so I'd rather if I could like pay less, like pay around like. $10 million or less for a guy to be a rebounder and a rim protector. I'd rather do that. Um, and I kind of, I don't love giving up draft capital for a center who is not that great offensively. Uh, but Capella, I think he's going to fit in our system. Uh, we, we run a lot, we use a lot of ball screens on our offense. A ton of ball screens. And I think he'll fit in well. I don't know how he's going to fit with John Collins. I don't know how they'll mesh offensively. Because uh, Collins, it, with Capella, Collins is going to have to shoot the ball more. He, he's got to improve his three-point shooting. It's not terrible, um, but it's got to get better, especially since he's not going to be in the paint as much with Capella on our team. And he's going to have to change his game up a little bit. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. I like what the Hawks did to upgrade at center. We needed to upgrade that position, um, and we did that here. I like it. Uh, we didn't have to give up too much, so I thought this was a good trade for the Hawks. Uh, now, moving on, Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, they got Malik Beasley, like, um, and which is really good. I like Beasley. He's a solid He's a solid forward um, or guard. I like him a lot. Juan Hernan Gomez. So who did they give up? Uh, they got they gave up Keita Bates-Diop, uh, Noah Vonley. Did they give up anybody else? Jordan Bell. They got a lot in this trade. Um, Malik Beasley, Juan Hernan Gomez in the first round, and those are really the big parts of this trade. Evan Turner, um, he's just an expiring contract. Jared Vanderbilt, he's like okay, but he's a young guy. 
Uh, I like Malik Beasley and Juan Hernan Gomez. I like those two guys. Um, and I wish they could have kept Kade Bates Diop, who I actually I really like. I like him a lot. Um, and but I think that's a, a pretty decent return. They didn't have to give up too much, and they got a really good guard in Malik Beasley and and a, a decent forward and Juan Hernan Gomez and a first round pick. This is a good trade for them. Um, I like it. Malik Beasley, he's a really good player, and the Nuggets were trying to get rid of him. <clears throat> they couldn't resign him. Uh, but I, I like the trade for the Timberwolves. Nothing splashy, uh, but they didn't have to give up too much to get a young a young guard, Malik Beasley, and one Hernan Gomez and a first rounder. Moving on, Denver Nuggets. They got Gerald Green, uh, Kata Bates Diop, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and a twenty twenty first round pick from the Rockets. And they gave up who they gave up Malik Beasley, and they gave up Juan Hernan Gomez. I uh, I don't know if I like this trade or not. They didn't get much in return from Malik Beasley. They did get a first round pick, uh, but that'll be a late. That's that's from the Rockets. So it'll be a late round or a late first round pick. Um, they did get Kata Bates Diop, who I like. Uh, I don't love this trade for the Nuggets. I think I think Detroit they were the biggest loser in this trade. I do like the first round pick. Uh, Kata Bates Diop is a solid young guy who I think could possibly play in a playoff series. Uh, but, you know, getting a first rounder from Malik Beasley is, that's a solid return at this point. Um, so I guess they got the most they could have out of a Malik Beasley trade. But giving up Juan Hernan Gomez, who, who is a solid young a young forward with potential, um, I, I feel like they gave up a little too much. Or they, I think I feel like they gave up. They gave up a little too much along with Billy Beasley to get a first round pick and all these players. Don't think it's worth it. I definitely think the Hawks and the Timberwolves were the biggest winners out of this trade. Uh, I think the Nuggets uh, and the Rockets were big losers too. I think the Rockets were probably the biggest loser out of this trade because I really, really think this trade hurts um, what they're going to be able to do in the playoffs. Like I said earlier. I think the Rockets were the biggest loser in this trade. Although I do think the Nuggets didn't get enough and gave up a little bit too much um, when they got rid of Malik Beasley. But I most definitely think the Rockets uh, were the biggest loser in this trade. Let's move on to the second Hawks trade where they traded Jabari Parker and Alex Lynn to the Kings and they got Dwayne Dedman and a 2020 and a 2021 second round pick. So they got Dwayne Dedman back. Dedman was actually on the Hawks last year. And they didn't re-sign him in free agency. He signed a three-year, $13 million contract with the Sacramento Kings. And he's been unhappy with the Kings this entire season. He's been really unhappy. And he's been public about how frustrated he's been. Um, this was a, a good trade for the Hawks. I think I, I might even like this better than I like the, the Capella trade. Because we gave up Alex Lynn, who is not good at all. Like, he's, he's pretty bad. Um... On, he's way too inconsistent. He's a terrible defensive player. Um, and he, he can space the floor a little bit. Uh, but, like, when if you play a really good center or a really good offensive center, like a cat, like Carl Anthony Towns or Jokic or anybody who, like, has half a brain cell offensively, he's getting killed. And Javari Parker, I like him. He's a good scorer. I really liked him on the Hawks in the beginning of the year. Um, he's a double double machine, a really good rebounder, but he's so hurt. He's so injury prone. He's he's on the injury report more than he's on the basketball court, and that that just kills his value. 
Um, so I thought the Hawks got this is a really good trade. Um, they didn't have to give up too much to get more depth at center, which they really need. Like Matt, like center, like 24 hours before the trade deadline, center was their weakest position, and now it's probably their their second deepest uh, position, which is crazy. Um, I'll miss Jabari Parker. He's on a nice contract, but he's got a player option this year. I assume he will not resign with the Kings. Um, and I like what the Hawks did, getting a backup center who can protect the rim and shoot the three ball. They also got two second-round picks, which they can trade for money. Um, they'll be able to move move those second-round picks. Uh, I like this trade for the Hawks. It's it's a W for the Hawks, in my opinion. The Kings, they didn't get a whole lot for Deadman. If Jabari Parker can stay healthy and if they can resign him, this will be a really good trade for the Kings. Um, and probably they'll come out uh, as winners. I just don't see that happening, uh, but it, maybe it does happen. Maybe it will. I just don't see it happening. All right, moving on. The Warriors trade Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third to the 76ers for a 2020 second round pick, 2021 second round pick, and 2022 second round pick. So they got three second round picks for Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson. Um, I love this trade for the 76ers. Uh, I think he gives them some big scoring that they really need. I like this. Alec Burks is a solid guard. I, he's a, a super solid guard that can play in a playoff series. I like that. Glenn Robinson, he'll be solid on, on the 76ers. But this is, a, this is a good move here. A good move by Elton Brand. He deserves a pat on the back for this one. A really good trade for them. Just They're just bulking up their bench, getting more scoring and shot creating off the bench. And only giving up three second-round picks. That That's a really good deal for them. Not a not a terrible deal for the Warriors. I think they're just trying to get um get some deals off the books, get some contracts off the books here. Um, I like this deal for those seventy sixes. I think it'll really help them in the playoffs and it'll help it, it could probably solve some of their offensive woes. Uh, but I like that for the seventy sixers. A sneaky good deal for them. Now for probably I wanted to say the second biggest deal of free agency. This is probably it's it, it's a top three. One of the one of the three uh, biggest deals of the trade deadline. I, th- I said free agency. I meant the trade deadline. The Miami Heat get Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill. The Grizzlies get Justin Justice Winslow, James Johnson, Deion Waiters, and Gorgie Dang. And the Minnesota Timberwolves get James Johnson. Uh, big trade for the Heat and the Grizzlies. The Heat are you know, they're in win-now mode. They're trying to compete. So, they got Andre Iguodala um, and Jay Crowder. Solomon Hill will not be... He's not a huge factor in this trade. He's just got a big... Con- he's an expiring contract. Um, and he's getting paid a lot of money. Uh, Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder. I like those acquisitions. Andre Iguodala in the playoffs and, and in the finals. It looked like he lost a, a bit of steam. Um... You could really tell that he's aging. His age was really showing in the playoffs. I think he's starting to break down a little bit. And they re-signed him to a two-year, $30 million contract. I don't love that. Um, I don't love committing $30 million to an aging forward who's not great offensively. He's a great defender um, and a good and a solid passer. And he'll, he'll fit in your system. I just don't love committing that much money to a guy um, who may not even be able to produce as much as you'd like. Jay Crowder, he's solid. He, he had a he had a, a decent role with the Grizzlies. I like that acquisition. Um, the Grizzlies, I love this trade for them. They get for, they traded a guy who didn't even want to play on their team 
for a young forward who in Justice Winslow who if he can stay healthy, he is that he is a great um that this is a great trade for him. If he can stay healthy, this will be such a, a major W for the Grizzlies. He's a solid forward. He can play the he can play point guard. Um he's a solid playmaker. I like him. They also got James Johnson. No, hold up. Okay, I think this is wrong. So I'm looking at uh the trade tracker on ESPN. It says the Grizzlies got James Johnson, but the t- okay. I don't know who James Johnson went to because this has James. This is like a has James Johnson going to the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. I'm pretty sure he just went to the Timberwolves. But the Grizzlies also got Deion Waiters, who was a solid guard. When he's not like losing his mind and overdosing on gummies, he's a solid scorer. I like that. And they got Gorgie Dang. This was a great trade for the Grizzlies. They they hit they hit the ball out of the park with this trade. And the Timberwolves got James Johnson. Uh, nothing. I don't have much to say about that. Uh, but yeah, the Grizzlies great trade for them. They traded Andre Iguodala for three really good pieces and and Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and Gorgie Dang. I love this trade for them. I, I I'm surprised they were able to get this much for Andre Iguodala. Uh, but a really great trade for them. Moving on, Clippers. Cl- okay. So, this is, like, not a meaningful trade at all. Uh, the Clippers just cleared a roster spot. They they traded cash to the Hawks for Derek Walton Jr. Uh, Walton Jr., he, he will have no impact on the Hawks. Uh, but this cleared a, a roster spot for the Clippers, who would make a move later on. Then, Rockets, Grizzlies, they, uh, the Rockets and the Grizzlies, they swapped forwards. Uh, the Rockets traded Bruno Cabo. Wow, I cannot say this. Bruno Cavaclo, I, I think that's how you say it. I That may be totally wrong. Sorry, Bruno. But they traded Bruno and a second-round pick to the Grizzlies for Jordan Bell and another and a second-round pick. Uh, the Rockets win this trade. Jordan Bell is better than Bruno. But uh, Jordan Bell is not great defensively, so this is um, not... I mean, it, it, it kind of gives them a big... But doesn't really help with their rim protection all that much. So I I get what they're trying to do here. They're trying to add a little bit of size after trading Capella, uh, but not a great trade there. Well, actually, hold up. No, the the Rockets traded Jordan Bell. Okay, I'm an idiot. Uh, no, this is a this is not a great a great trade for the Rockets. I totally misread this. I am so sorry. So the Rockets got Bruno. Cabaclo and a second round pick for Jordan, and they traded Jordan Bell in a second round pick. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't keep Jordan Bell. He would have put he would have like provided a little bit of size for them down low. Uh, like I said, he's not a great defender. Don't really get this trade. Not really understanding it. Like it doesn't really make all that much sense to me. Uh, but whatever. I guess they're just really, they're going all in on the small ball lineup. Um, and they're just going to get killed in the rebounding department. Um, and they're going to give up like 100, point, 100 points in the paint per game, apparently. Uh, but yeah, alright, Hawks, this is like the third trade they made. I think, how many trades? They made like three or four trades. This is the third. Uh, they The Hawks got Sky Labissier and Cash from the Portland Trailblazers for a second round pick. So they are getting a lot of size. Um, they're improving their bigs with this trade. Scala this year um, hasn't really panned out so far. Uh, he wasn't a high draft pick. He was drafted in the 20s of the first round. Uh, but he's a, 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 a decent big. And I think this is just adding to our depth down low. Solid move by the Hawks. 
Then another trade. Sixers clear a roster spot. They traded James Enos uh, to the Magic for a second-round pick. Uh, like I said, just getting a roster spot. And then this is the biggest trade of the trade deadline. A trade I really want to get into. The Warriors traded D'Angelo Russell, Jacob Evans, and Amari Spellman to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins, a top three protected first round pick in 2021, and a 2021 second round pick. So this is a huge trade. Minnesota, they've been trying to get the Angelo Russell since free agency. Uh, they were able to sign him because the Warriors traded Kevin Durant for the Angelo when Durant left and did a signing trade. So the Timberwolves weren't able to get Russell in free agency like they wanted to. Uh, but they get him now. And Russell, you know, uh, the Warriors have come out and said, or Steve Kerr has come out and said that he didn't really fit with uh, with the team and what they and he wasn't a great fit with Steph and Clay, or maybe they didn't they didn't think he would be a great fit with a healthy Steph and a healthy Clay, um, so they got rid of him. This is uh, I okay. Let's just talk about Russell and the Timberwolves. I love this trade for the Timberwolves. This is a huge W for them. They traded Andrew Wiggins, who's on a terrible contract right now, um, and they didn't have to give up a, or they gave up a top three protected first round pick, and they got D'Angelo Russell, who's a, a good point guard, a solid playmaker, a really good scorer. He's a borderline all star, or um, he was a borderline all star with the Nets. He's really good. I I think he, um, this trade is gonna make. Carl uh, Anthony Towns happy, who's been frustrated with the the Timberwolves and how how unsuccessful they've been this season. They've been really struggling, uh, but they pair Russell with Kit Kat, and they could possibly have a big three in the next couple of years if they were able to get Devin Booker. And they all three of those guys have talked about teaming up possibly. Um, but I love this trade. They also the Timberwolves also get Amari Spellman, who is a solid big. Um, he struggled in Atlanta but primarily because of his weight, his weight issue. Uh, but I watched some Warriors games. He's a solid forward. He's really um, changed his game a lot. And now he he can run the floor a little bit. He can shoot the three ball. He's a, a sneaky, solid player coming off the bench. Uh, but yeah, get, the the Timberwolves being able to get D'Angelo Russell for, a, for Wiggins, um, who hasn't really panned out in his career so far. He's been a little disappointing. Um, and a top three protected first-round pick is huge. Uh, for the Warriors, I don't... Obviously, D'Angelo Russell is much better than Andrew Wiggins. I don't think you can um, argue that. I think I think it's... that D'Angelo Russell is objectively better than Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins has been really disappointing. He's super ath- athletic, super talented. He's got the size to be a really good small forward slash shooting guard. Uh, but he's he's just a scorer, really. Not a great playmaker, not a great defender. And he's too talented. And, yeah, he's really just too talented to only be a scorer. He's got to be able to do more things in the court. He's got to be better defensively. And he's got to provide a little bit more playmaking, um, considering the talent he has and the athleticism. But... This is a great system for him to go into. Um, it's a winning culture, a championship winning culture, and he's going to be surrounded by shooters and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. 
and he's going to be surrounded by great coaching, great shooting coaches, and this is going to be a really good spot for him to be in now. I think he's going to be able to improve in Golden State and become that defender and that playmaker that people have been wanting him to be. Like people, He's a great scorer, and people know that. People just, like, NBA fans have just wanted to see him evolve his game and become more than just a scorer. And so I think he can do that in Golden State. I think he fits in better than D'Angelo Russell did on the Warriors, especially when, when Steph and Clay get back. Because the Warriors are really looking for a small forward, a wing, not another point guard. I think D'Angelo Russell would have fit in okay, pretty well with the Warriors. But I think having a small forward who can play like a shooting guard or play like a wing and can do can fill a lot of spots in their lineup. I think that's what they wanted instead. Um, so I like I like this trade for both teams. I think the Timberwolves are winners here. The Warriors are not losers. I think this this has a potential to be a really good trade for them. I think Wiggins is going to a great system. Now he he could possibly turn his career around in Golden State. I like this trade for both teams. Uh, but time will, time will tell whether or not this is a good trade for the Warriors. I love it for the Timberwolves, though. I really, really love it for them. All right. Next up, we have Andre Drummond headed to Cleveland. The Cavs got Andre Drummond for John Henson, Brandon Knight, and a second-round pick. I can't believe that's all the Pistons could get for Drummond. I don't love Drummond. I think he's overpaid. Um, like you got to pay a lot of money for a guy for a center who, although he's a great a great rebounder, he is terrible offensively. He can't spread the floor, um, so I don't think he provides a lot of value. Uh, and the Pistons didn't get a whole lot for him, which I didn't like. I don't understand this deal for the Cavs, especially considering they're not giving up Trist or they're not buying out Tristan Thompson. I think it really just doesn't make sense to trade for Andre Drummond if you're not going to buy out Tristan Thompson. Because you're not going to run a, a a lineup with two bigs or two paint-dominant bigs, uh, especially in today's game. It's just not going to work out. Um, so I, I just don't understand this trade for the Cavs. Like, it's not, they didn't give up too much, obviously. Like, they, they didn't have to give up, like, any anything at all. But... I don't think the it like the fit. There's no there's not a good fit here. Like Drummond doesn't fit with their roster really, um, and I just don't understand why the the Cavs would want to over would want to pay around twenty eight million dollars for Andre Drummond. It doesn't make sense. I I think it would make more sense for them to try to get younger and acquire cheap contracts and not like pay nearly thirty million dollars for a center who. Re is a, a great rebounder, but that's primarily all he does. Like, they already have a guy like that in Tristan Thompson. Why did they have to trade for another? So, I mean, I think both teams are losers in this trade, honestly. Um, I guess this is the most the Pistons could have got gotten. I didn't realize the market was so bad for Andre Drummond. So, I mean, I guess this is a good trade for the Pistons. I mean, if this is the most they could have gotten for Drummond, I'm shocked, because this is not a lot at all. Like, this is a really, a really just terrible return for them. Uh, but I guess that's the most anybody was offering for him, and I'm shocked by that. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't love Jumpin' Spit with the Cavs, and it sounds like they may try to resign him, which I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I, 
I don't know. I just don't like this this deal. I don't like this trade. I don't think it makes sense for either team, really. I think both teams are losers here. All right, moving on. Uh, the Clippers, Knicks, and the Wizards, they had a three-team trade. The Clippers got Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas. The Knicks got Maurice Harkless, a 2020 first-round pick, and a second-round pick via Detroit. Oh, a 2020 second-round pick via Detroit. And the Wizards got Jerome Robinson. So the Clippers, they got Mar- Marcus Morris, who is a really good player. I like him. Uh, and the only issue is he's kind of a ball stopper on, on offense. That's the only issue I see with him. And he kind of sh- he shoots the ball a little bit too much for my liking. I don't know how he's going to fit with this team offensively. Uh, especially if, he, if he's going to play like clutch minutes with Kawhi and Paul George. He's going to take too many shots. I think he thinks he's better than he actually is. And he's a really confident player, which is good, but he just shoots the ball too much. Um, and he, he he takes too much responsibility upon himself on offense. Um, Isaiah Thomas, they're not keeping Isaiah Thomas. They're going to buy him out, or they're going to they're either buying him out or they're cutting him. I, I think they're just buying him out, uh, which I don't really get. I think Isaiah Thomas could actually be solid for this team. And obviously, he's not as good as he was um, when he was a Celtic, but he's still a, a okay offensive player. Um, he's a decent scorer. I think he can provide some valuable minutes for the Clippers team. Um, but, you know, I, I like that they got Marcus Morris. I think he's a, a very good player. They didn't have to give up too much for him. Um, and just the fact that he's on the Clippers now and not the Lakers is huge, especially for the Clippers who are most likely going to have to play the Lakers in the playoffs. Um, this is a big trade for them. And the Knicks, uh, I like that they got a pick. Maurice Harkless, he's a solid player. Um, I just like that they, they got another, they got more draft capital here. And the Wizards, they got a young player in Jerome Robinson for uh, for Isaiah Thomas. Um, so I like this trade for everybody. I thought it was a decent trade for everybody involved. Really solid moves here. I like what the Clippers got. I think this really makes them even more of a championship t- or a title contender slash favorite. I think this improves their chances of winning the title. Um the Knicks got a pick here, a first-round pick and a second-round pick, and a solid player in Mo Harkless. Harkless isn't going to, you know, do much for them. I think the pick is really the main asset for the Knicks here. Um, and the Washington Wizards, they get Jerome Robinson, who is a solid young shooter. Um, maybe he can develop in Washington. I think they they got the least amount out of anyone in this trade. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was a solid a solid trade all around. Alright, moving on. Oh, actually, that might... Yeah, that's it for all the trades. That's it. So, we had a really, really good, a really good, fun, entertaining trade deadline. Um, Saw a a huge deal between the Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors involving Angel Russell and Andrew Wiggins. The Clippers um, got even stronger. Their depth got much better than it was. Or not much better, but their depth uh, got a little bit better. Um, and anything else, the Cavs got Andre Drummond, I'm just trying to do a little recap here, the Hawks, they got bigger, um, down low, and they're sent, they got deep, um, in the center position, uh, the Heat got Andre Iguodala, they're, they're in win-now mode, and so, they got a big piece there, did have to give up, um, a lot to get Andre Iguodala, I don't love the trade for the Heat, um, I think Iguodala's breaking down a bit, 
Uh, but they got him, Justice Winslow, and Deion Waiters, and Gorgie Ding found a new home with the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies made a great trade here. Uh, Philadelphia's bench improved. They got a lot of scoring on their bench now. Uh, anything else, really? The Rockets are going small. And they went, like, they are, like, going full in on going small, running a small ball lineup, especially now without having a, a big or a really a, a rim protector and rebounder now that they traded Capella. So it was a really fun trade deadline. Now, I want to talk about the XFL, which is starting today, starting in about three minutes uh, now that I start this. And I just want to talk about the XFL. This is, it's going to be a really fun league. It's obviously not as, not going to be as big or as entertaining to watch as the NFL. Uh, but they have some interesting rules. You, you'll have to go look, check those out. The rules are interesting. Um, there's no there's no extra points. Uh, you don't kick extra points. You go for one, for two, or for three. And you have to do like a conversion from certain... For, I think for like a two-point conversion is at the three-yard line. A one-point one conversion is at the one-yard line. And a three-point conversion is at like the 10-yard the line. Something like that. Um, there's some really interesting rules. Overtime is an, is an insane shootout. But I really want to talk about the teams. I think if I were to pick a team to cheer for, I'm going to be rooting for the D.C. Defenders. I like their team. I really just like, um, uh, what's his name, Cordell Jones, their quarterback, and Tyree Jackson. They got two really, two huge uh, gunslingers at quarterback. They got they got some fun pieces around them too. They got Jalen Merrick, who is fun on Madden, and that's really where I know him from. They got some nice receivers like Eli Rogers. They got a really good team. Uh, Dallas Renegades. They have Eric Nungy from Syracuse. Oh, I think he played there last year. Um, and then they have Landry Jones. Landry Jones is gonna gonna be the starter, and they're pairing Jones up with Bob Stoops. That'll be fun to watch. I'm looking at their uh, their roster, uh, the Dallas Renegades. I don't really see anybody else that I know. Lance Dunbar, that name sounds familiar. Uh, they have Cameron Artis Payne, who used to be on the Panthers. I uh, don't see anybody else. I don't. I don't believe so. Um, nope. And then the DC Defenders, they have Tyree Jackson, Eli Rogers, uh, Simi Cobb. Simi Cobb sounds familiar. Then they have Cordell Jones, Rashad Ross, Malachi Dupree, who was a beast at LSU. Uh, they have Jalen Merrick, Donnell Pumphrey. They have, I don't think anybody else really. Uh, nope, I don't see any, I don't see any other names that I remember. I, oh, they have Keyshawn Freeman from Tech. Uh, nobody else really def on the defensive end. And the Houston Roughnecks, they have Khalil, Sammy Coach from Auburn. He was a beast in college. He was an absolute monster. He was a stud. Then they got Connor Cook, P.J. Walker at quarterback. And... Salvion Smith, Eugene Harris from USC, some big, some some guys from big time schools. Uh, Andre Williams, I remember him. Wasn't he a Heisman finalist a few years back? I believe so. I believe he was a Heisman finalist the year that Jameis Winston won it. Uh, and then they got Gabe Wright from Auburn, and then Los Angeles Wildcats. They have. Jalen McClendon from Baylor at quarterback, and then Jack Can Jack Canoff from uh he's a quarterback from Princeton. 
They have, then they have Josh Johnson, who played for the Giants for a little bit. Um, they have Kermit Whitfield from Florida State, Nelson Spruce from Colorado, Jalen Green, Utah State, Trey McBride, William & Mary, uh, Adonis Jennings from Temple, he's a receiver. Uh, they have anybody like from a big-time school. They have Arion Springs from Oregon, uh, Ladarius Wiley from Vanderbilt, Ahmad Dixon, safety Baylor, uh, Trey Williams, a linebacker from Auburn. He was really, really good at Auburn. Really, really good. Then they have Sean o- Oh, they have Sean Oakman. That's dope. I didn't know he was in the XFL. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to watch him play. I didn't realize I had him. That's amazing. I can't wait to watch the Wildcats. That'll be fun to watch. He had a really sad ending to his career in, uh, in college. Or, well, his career, it's been bumpy because he, he got accused of sexual assault, and that really ruined his career because he would have been a high draft pick in the NFL. So that that sucks for him. Uh, but now he's playing in the XFL. That's that's really cool. Uh, the New York Guardians, they have Luis Perez, a quarterback from Texas A&M Commerce. I don't, I, I don't know, is that Texas A&M, or is that like a totally different school? I don't really know. And they have, anybody else? Marquise Williams from North Carolina quarterback, and Matt McGoin from Penn State quarterback. Uh, I don't really recognize any names here. Tim Cook, the third running back from Oregon State. Justin Stockton, a running back from Texas Tech. Uh, Darius Victor, a running back from Towson. Uh, don't see anybody. Terrence Alexander from LSU, he's a corner. Uh, AJ Hemby, safety from Maryland. Don't see anybody else I I recognize. Uh, DeJuan Hines sounds familiar. Don't really know who he is, though. Um, Avery Young, offensive lineman from Auburn. Uh, Damian Mama, guard from USC. Jaron Jones, a tackle from Notre Dame. Uh, Toby Johnson, a defensive tackle from Georgia. T.J. Barnes, a defensive tackle from Georgia State. Jarrell, Jarrell, Jarrell Owens, a defensive end from Oklahoma State. Then with Seattle Dragons, they have B.J. Daniels at quarterback. I don't know if he's actually good or if he's going to start. They might actually start Brandon Silvers from Troy at quarterback. Uh, but B.J. Daniels, I just I, I recognize him from Madden. Um, John Santiago, North Dakota receiver. Okay, any receivers from big-time schools? Alonzo Moore from Nebraska. Dantez Bird from Tennessee Tech. Not really. Not really any receivers from big-time schools. Muhammad Sese from Nebraska corner. Trey Williams, a running back from A&M. Then we got uh, some good corners. There are corners from big-time schools. Steve Williams from Cal. Jonathan Alston from NC State. Channing Stribling from from Michigan. Uh, Don't really recognize anybody else. Uh, There's one, one guy that's like a... He was a really, really good NFL player on a team. Will Hill, he's on some team. St. Louis Battlehawks, they have Nick Fitzgerald at quarterback, and Taylor Hensky, I don't know how to say his name, it's a quarterback from Old Dominion, or a former quarterback from Old Dominion. Uh, then they have Jordan Tamu from Ole Miss. I don't know, I don't know who's starting on this team at quarterback. Uh, then they have uh, Keith Mumphrey, receiver, Michigan State. The the Mornay Pearson L from Indiana, Harold Jones Cordy. That sounds no. That's not. That does not sound familiar. Uh, then they have Ryan White, corner from Auburn. Kenny Robinson, a safety from West Virginia. Matt Jones, running back from Florida. Will Hill, a safety from Florida. I th- he's a guy that was really good in the, in the NFL. And then they have Dexter McCoyle, safety from Tulsa. 
Robert Nelson, a corner from Arizona State. David Rivers, corner okay, corner from Young Youngstown State. All right, Christine Michelle, running back from uh, or Christian Michael, running back from Texas A&M. I say Christine Michelle because um, 92.9 is a radio station based in Atlanta, and one of the radio hosts used to always call Christian Michael Christine Michelle, which is really funny. Uh, they also have Keith Ford, running back from A&M. Darius Hillary, DB, Wisconsin. Uh, don't really know anybody else on this team. Don't really recognize any names. How many other teams? Tampa Bay Vip- Vipers. They have a quarterback, Oklahoma State, uh, Taylor Cornelius. Then Chase Linton from Marshall. Oh, they have Aaron Murray. So he'll be their starter, most likely. Uh, then they have Sean Tavius Jones from Valdosta State. Oh, I actually thought about going to college there. Uh, then they have... Wow, Tanner McAvoy from Wisconsin. I, I I already know I screwed that name up so so hard. Uh, Ronell Hall, DBUCF. Uh, Devion Smith, running back from Michigan. Anthala Kelly, DB Fresno State. Micah Hanneman, safety BYU. Bryce Kennedy, cornerback FIU. I recognize that name. Jaquez Patrick, running back Florida State. Demonte Hurst, corner Oklahoma. Corey Moore, DB Georgia. Jalen Collins, corner at LSU. He used to be an Atlanta Falcon. Uh, he was really good with the Falcons. He got in trouble for drugs or PEDs. Mac Brown, running back Florida. Oh, this team has a lot of talent. Yeah, they got a lot of. They have a ton of talent. DeAndre's Mount, LSU, or Louisville D- defensive end. Trying to think, do I see any other names I recognize? Uh, Ryan Davis, receiver from Auburn, my man, he was a beast in college, he was a monster in college, that pretty much does it, Those, that's all the rosters, all the guys I recognize on the teams, I'm really excited to watch the XFL, I think it's going to be exciting, an exciting season, I'm really excited to have some football in the spring while the NFL is uh, not playing, and we're not in season, so that'll be fun, that starts like now. The first game is already on on ABC. I'm going to start watching that. Uh, but it'll be fun. I can't wait to watch. Uh, the best teams in the league seem to be the D.C. Defenders and the Dallas Renegades. Those are pretty much the favorites to win the championship. Uh, but it's going to be really fun to watch all these former college greats show off in the XFL. It'll be really fun to watch. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. If you want to see more content from us here at The Wire, check out check out our website at thewiresports.com. We have articles podcast, uh, YouTube videos. We have a YouTube channel. Just look up The Wire on YouTube. We'll be there. we got some videos up. Uh, our podcast will be on the podcast tab on our website. You can uh, sign up and receive emails every time we post an article or uh, or new content on our website. Go check that out. And that's going to do it for today's episode. We'll see y'all.